Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For everything Buccaneers, it, 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 it's Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. Now, now, here's your hosts, Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. But now switching gears into defense. For me, the defense is very simple. But I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I was going to say, along the lines of stepping up, um, this is the other – I mean, the entire team needs to step up as a whole. But, yes, defense very much needs to step up in many, many ways. Something that Greg Allman posted that really just kind of tortured my brain. I had to read it so many times as if I didn't know it for myself. Um, I knew it. But then when you when you hear it this way, it just really kind of haunts you when you see what this team did week one and two versus what they've done for the last couple of weeks. So for one, this Bucks defense, as we all know, has regressed in takeaways. A key part of that, in my opinion, was Logan Ryan being out because he was a big, significant part of those takeaways. Um, so. Greg Allman tweeted that Tampa Bay tied for the NFL leading with eight takeaways in the first three weeks. In the last three weeks, Tampa Bay has totaled one tying for 27th place. The only team lower below that is Miami with zero takeaways. That's a disturbing stat for a defense that you and I were screaming from the top of the hills was potentially one of the best in the NFC. And now these statistics uh, very much do not add up to that. So I think the Bucs defense still ranks at about a 10, according to PFF, going against the Panthers offense that sits at 26. So that just takes us back to the key points that we had on the previous Kelly Rogers and touchdowns episode on Odyssey. Takeaways are going to be key. Um, but before we get into secondary, because I know you've got a key player that should be making a difference when it comes to the, the one of the most minor things that we're asking, in my opinion, uh, I'm going to take it back to the line, the defensive line, PFF grading wise, Bucks defensive line sits at a solid percentage lower than the Panthers offensive line. So something to keep in mind here, we haven't seen as much explosion out of a guy like Vita Vea. Logan Hall was limited participation yesterday alongside of Carlton Davis, the third. So. We think, I mean, all should be fine. Um, as Kaylee mentioned, a lot of it just could be body management on a short turnaround as well. Vita Vea and Logan Hall need to apply a lot of pressure to former Buckeye, um, the center for the Panthers, Pat Elflin. I hope I'm saying his name correctly, obviously. And uh, Austin Corbin, who sits at a C average for pass blocking and run blocking. Now, I bring that up for a couple of reasons. We need to see a bigger performance out of Via Vea, who got a huge payday and should be a, a louder presence on this defense. Um, somebody did point out to me, hey, you know, he's taking on a lot of double teams. He's putting in the work. He's doing a lot of work. Yeah, but it comes down to tech technique that helps you take on those double teams and still apply pressure and kind of get inside and at least shake up a quarterback to make you think that you're going to get in there. You know, we've seen Vitavea get a sack. We've seen his ability to take on double teams and still, um, you know, come up with a sack or come up with, you know, pushing the quarterback out of pocket there. So we definitely 
can't, you know, again, let's not enable anybody who showed us their, their skill set and their ability. Um, also, I bring up the Austin Corbin situation because that's typically going to be a matchup that Logan Hall takes on. Logan Hall uh, started you know, adding to his stat column his, for for the first of his NFL career. I'm pretty sure he's sitting at two NFL sacks as of now. And he's somebody who just said in the locker room last time I got a chance to chat with him, hey, I want to build off of that. Now that I kind of got that going there, I feel more confident about the attack. I feel more confident about getting inside and getting those sacks. So this team as a whole, something else that they need to load up on, on their – in the uh, – not takeaway column, but another column that they need to really rack up in is sacks. They were doing so well with the sacking performance beforehand um, and kind of sticking to the line, but now moving to the outsides. You have Shaq Barrett, who has had a pretty silent performance the last two games, which is surprising. This is the quarterback who in training camp was asking for a challenge. Um, and when the challenges presented themselves, you know, he's kind of sitting low and silent in those um, in those tackle rankings in the last two games. So what I will say is Shaq Barrett has a resurrection opportunity here in spooky SCN. Um, people laugh that I say SZN, but I know it says season guys, but I, I don't know. I just like, I, I make up all my own stuff, um, but Shaq Barrett should be able to have a nice little spooky fun performance here on a big game versus tackle Taylor Morton or not Morton Modden. M-O-T-O-N. <laughs> One day I'm going to stop giving everybody nicknames, but uh, has an opportunity to come up big, especially if and when the Panthers choose to run the ball. Um, their run percentage is nothing nothing elite here, and maybe they can start getting back in that, you know, shut down the run column. This is a good team to do that against. Again, a learning curve here. You don't go in here underestimating a desperate team, but you definitely go in here saying we can clean up, we can fix some things, and we can get some, we can get creative on some things. Um, so that's my that's my thing with the O line or not the O line, the defensive line, Haley. But I know you've got somebody in the secondary who could be the you know I do. Uh Casey The Panthers know how to do one thing, and they know how to do one thing well, and that's run the ball mm -hmm. because of Christian McCaffrey. You have to be good in the pass rush. You have to be able to put pressure. Mm -hmm. Who does that the best? Antoine Winfield Jr. This is not that this kid hasn't already shown and not that he hasn't already shown out. I mean, this kid is a monster out there, and the fact that he's able to get up in that nickel package and really provide pressure – I love it. I love him. Hashtag Antoine Winfield Jr. for forever. <laughs> um, you know, cowboy for forever. But here's the thing. This is going to be, again, he, he's already shown this season. But, like, he's going to ball out this game. Especially against the guy like Christian McCaffrey. Like, this, like, this is a time. Earn your money. Like, mm -hmm. go out there and, like, get yourself paid, Antoine Winfield Jr. Show up against a Christian McCaffrey team and a Panthers team that rely on one thing, the run game. Go out there and stop them. This is your time to shine. And I mean, like, the defensive line as a whole. Like, they need to all step up and do their thing. But I'm mm -hmm. specifically looking at Antoine Winfield Jr. Because what he's done this season, the way that he's been able to provide pressure in that pass rush and be, be able to go up in there and, like, really, yes. like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And so I just think that he's going to, like, really provide a lot of pressure 
to the quarterback, to the O-line, to Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to be, he's so good at that. And I, and I really anticipate him continuing to shine in that way so that he, uh, I mean, he's just going to ball out this week. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Antoine Winfield Jr. is my guy. He's going to shine this week. I'm calling his name. I'm calling his <laughs> number. Um, go out there, do your thing again. This is a one-dimensional team. Take care of business defense. Love that, Kaylee. Definitely love the call on Antoine Winfield Jr., the one person we see having fun with football no matter what the score is. <laughs> so hopefully this will be a big game for him. And then um, post-game on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns, Kaylee will be announcing him as her standout player because he earned uh, it. Totally. I, totally. I anticipate that happening for sure. I, I, if there's one thing to stand by, you can always you can always stand by Antoine Winfield Jr. showing up. And uh, kind of one of the final points when it comes to Bucks defense versus the Panthers' offense, more than likely we're going to see Phillip Walker um, at that quarterback position. The 27-year-old has a passer rating under pressure of 39.6%. So when we talk about a defense having fun, this pass rush defense should have themselves a day. When it comes to his career as a total, he sits at 57.6% completion and has 850 career passing yards, two touchdowns, and eight interceptions. So if it doesn't come down to the pass rush having themselves a day and we go back to that takeaway conversation, this secondary needs to step up and have some fun. Maybe that's just what we need to call it. Have some freaking fun. Jamil Dean. Mr. P sign himself. Mr. Back-to-back interceptions uh, versus the Saints, if you will. This is another game for you to just have some freaking fun. Get into those passing lanes. Get some interceptions under your belt. Not just knocking down balls. Wrap up on your tackles, everybody. This is, again, a learning curve here. Use this game to just reignite, resurge yourself as a team. Get that electricity back in you. Uh, we tweeted about this at Jolly Rogers TDS on Twitter, obviously, saying that this team needs to get their buzz back. And so this is a way to go about doing so. Another thing to keep in mind when it comes to Walker, if he's the guy in the pocket, is that he has 0% for big-time throw percentage, which means he's probably going to be that guy when he's not handing the ball off. He's going to be doing those underneath passes, which we know sometimes does uh, move the ball for the opposing team versus this Bucks defense, something that if you're watching film all week, and if, it's, if I can predict it, you can be prepared for it on defense because it's your career. It's your job. Um and then as for stopping the run game, Christian McCaffrey did take a rest day, but he should be good to go for Sunday. Um, with them having a touch-and-go run game, um, it's because it depends on how healthy Christian McCaffrey is. He's he's that driving force there. Something else to keep in mind that this team should know after studying and preparing all week. And um, Levante David, while the numbers were not great, he was the leading tackler last week versus that Steelers team. So a guy that I think and would also predict would build off of that performance, get higher in that, in that tackle totals, if you will. And look, I don't want to call his number, but Devin white, get back to the drawing board, bud. that guy who was sitting uh, for press conferences during training camp, that guy that said, Hey, I know what I was doing wrong last season. I cleaned it up. I'm more focused. I'm more strategic. Get that focus back, get that strategy back in your game. Get off social media. Stop worrying about what media and everybody else is saying. You have so much potential, dude. Just go out there and have fun. There's no reason Devin White can't have a big game on Sunday. Redeem some of the some of the stuff from the last couple of weeks. Some people might agree, some people might not agree. But whether you love him or you hate him, when Devin White is focused, strategic, and ready to play and just having himself a time, 
yeah, he's a player that makes a huge difference on this defense. So I want to see the Bash brothers go to town. I want to see some dynamic plays out of this defense. They have an opportunity here, which leads us to, if you're not going to step up, then you got to step off the boat and you're going to have to walk the plank. If you're not going to show up versus the Panthers on Sunday, um, Kaylee, I know we've kind of like had walk the planks. We haven't. We've last week. I was more of like a disappointed parent. I was like, I'm not even gonna punish you guys. I just want you to know that I'm sad. I just want you to know that I'm sad. That hits deeper than anything, though. My mom's sad voice would send me over the edge. I don't know how well, my sister was so rebellious because I'm over here like, if I see a twinkle in her eye of any emotion, I'm gonna lose it. So yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. That's why I, I took that perspective. I was like, you know what? I'm not even, I'm, I'm, I'm bordering on apathetic now. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. So, but Casey, nobody's today, this episode, we're not getting, we're not getting let go. I'm, I'm bringing the heat again. Right. And my walk the plank is going to be for, I mean, I, it's not that I think that you're terrible, but it's, but it's, <laughs> I just, it hasn't played out yet. And I could eat my words in a few weeks or by the end of the season. But right now my walk, the plank is going to be for the bucks front office because they signed a bunch of free agents. Mm. And with the thought of saying, Hey, you know what? Like last year we weren't healthy. And that's part of the reason why we weren't able to like make a strong playoff push. And what happened this year? Well, let me read it to you. Julio Jones, $6 million, 8 million with incentives. You know how many games he's missed Casey Four. he's Akeem Hicks. 32 years old, $8 million one-year contract. You know how many games he's missed, Casey? Four. Terrified. Logan Ryan, 31. $1.21 million. Not as bad. Uh, how many games has he missed? Two. He's got a fracture in his foot. And he's going to be gone for a while. Kyle Rudolph was paid $2 million for one year. He's not even active. He missed four <laughs> games, not even for an injury. Nope. But you paid him. Just not dressing out. <laughs> you paid him. Russell Gage, three millions. Three years, 30 million. He missed a lot of training camp, some practices, and he's just not in sync with Brady. What's what's his 7.7 .7 yards per catch? a little bit underwhelming <laughs> i'm i'm going to uh, you know spare you the continuation but i just don't understand it doesn't make sense to me i know what you were thinking you need some guys that are going to go out here and be explosive but guess what they haven't been so it's just something where you got to walk the plank because i know you and, and again maybe i'll eat my words but right now the money that you spent is not paying off it's nope, not it's sitting yet. It's just sitting there, mm -hmm. hurt or inactive. Why? <laughs> Why? Why is Kyle Rudolph inactive? I will never understand this. And I know a lot of people don't think he's that great of a tight end. I think the things that he does well could still contribute to this offense. Um, hello, but I will, I will just, I will 
nope, I can't get on that soapbox right now because my blood pressure will just. <laughs> I, I still believe in Kyle Rudolph, guys. I I'm did just... it to myself this morning, Casey. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. It's really hard yeah. not to. But you know what? Casey, We're passionate here at Jolly Rogers. Who's walking the plank for you? You know, I'm going to take a little bit of a of a comedic route here. Well, okay. it's not funny for anybody, but maybe joke's on me. Okay, to the people who create these Twitter accounts that look real, um, just don't. Just be, you know, be an alias that's, that's not NFL. Because yesterday, which, by the way, kids, don't tweet and drive. Um, I've been Wait. on low sleep and low. Yeah, caffeine. what's happening? I'm so I'm, yesterday I'm on Twitter. It. There was a fake NFL account, but all I saw was NFL. I didn't see the at whomever. Oh. And it was like Odell Beckham Jr. signs to the Vikings. So at a glance, I'm at a stoplight just going yeah. through. You know, I look through my phone at, at extended yeah. stoplights. Why not? Or no, don't do it. Um, and so I see that at a glance and I and I quote tweet it and I'm like, oh, OBJ and Jefferson together dot 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 with like big eyes now i didn't sit there and confirm it as any sort of news but i was i was just more so like holy crap this would be a wild one yeah for the vikings and then by the time i opened my twitter again and i was on my way to teach oh you got trolled i got so trolled because it was like come on casey how'd you fall for that lol gotta do better pay attention all these things and i'm like come on like i i get it you're you guys are right you're right in the sense to where like i should have looked at it a little longer than a stoplight punch and go but in the same sense just stop be be you be whoever jeff t186 769 was and make your meme <laughs> and throw it up there but if i have to sit there and spend an extra 50 minutes on twitter to make sure that it's a viable source oh like, uh, yeah the point of twitter and the fact that we can't edit our freaking tweets to be reliable sources yeah. Uh, so I just I, anybody who's out there with these these ridiculous accounts walk the plank, and you know what? I'll take responsibility for my glance. I'll join you. I'll throw myself off the off the boat for a quick little dive refresher, wake up. But at that point, gosh. And you know what? Fake news or not fake news, I still think it would be a one-two punch if the Vikings got Odell Beckham Jr. alongside Jefferson because they barely use Adam Thielen, who I thought was great and a key part of that Viking system. And if you add OBJ to the mix with a guy like uh, Kevin, who's learned from Sean McVay, uh, we saw what he did in a Sean McVay system. So that's my rant. People on the Twitter do better. And yes. Do better for uh my little my little moment of not paying attention so do not tweet and drive <laughs> don't <laughs> tweet all. and drive you heard it here first on jolly rogers and touchdowns oh, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening to this episode we hope that you get a lot out of it a lot out of this preview episode let us know what you liked on jolly rogers at a uh, tds on both Instagram and Twitter. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. You can find our episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, but specifically on the Odyssey app. She's Casey Hudson. She can be found at the Sports Case. That's K-A-S-E. We will catch you guys next time.